Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Good morning. We are beginning our December study. Some of you have already dug in and have been digging into the December study for days. I have trouble getting past one podcast while I am beginning another study. So I'm just now beginning the December study and we're studying about the conditional promises of comfort, the conditional comfort. I began the chapter by saying that my husband often says during his lessons that if he's talking about a particular promise of peace or hope or joy or heaven, he'll often say, but this promise offers no hope for the one who is living in sin, or this promise does not offer comfort for those who are not Christians. So I want us to talk about the conditions of the comfort of God as we are progressing through this month's study in December. God's promises are almost always conditional promises. Think about some of them with me. Think about James 4 verse 7. Therefore, Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I really want that promise of the devil fleeing from me. But the promise is only there for me if I'm resisting the devil. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Well, I love that promise. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. But how do we know the truth? If you abide in my word. A lot of the conditional promises of the Bible are if-then statements. We can find the word if and then we can find the word then in the very statement itself. I just want to take just a minute to emphasize to mamas and grandmamas today that it is very important to get your Bible out and mark, oh, just do it for family Bible time and mark 10 conditional promises of God in your Bible. You can do that with a concordance. You can do that by just Googling conditional promises of the Bible. But I would, I would encourage you to get out your Bible and show your children how that God's promises are conditional. And then I would urge you to take some promises that we know are conditional, and but that the condition is not expressly stated in the passage. For instance, um, God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you in Hebrews 13, 5. Well, for the Christian, that is the case. But we can walk away from God and we can decide to blatantly defy the Word of God. And God will no longer be with us, certainly not in the same sense that he is with his children hearing their pleas and pitying them as a father pities his children. So I'd like you to point out that just because the verse right in that context, 
I mean, point out to your children that just because the verse in that context doesn't necessarily expressly state the condition that almost all of God's promises are conditional. You need to explain that to a young child by saying that when God promises something, we usually have to do something ourselves to get that promise of God. Why is it important for your children to understand this concept early on? It's important because if you are not careful, your children, you will talk to your children often about telling the truth and about keeping your promises. But oftentimes then, your children as they grow will see that you said we could go to the birthday party tonight and now you're not keeping your promise. You lied. Well, I hope your children don't talk that disrespectfully to you, but we need to just have a lesson early on and solidify that teaching that when I make a promise to you, it is always conditional on certain calamities not happening. Your sister has a fever. She's running a, a temperature of 102. I know I said we could go to the party tonight, but remember all of my promises are conditional on what is best for you. That's God's promises. God's promises, our Heavenly Father promises us things conditionally, and then He gives them if we meet the conditions and if they are what is best for us spiritually. And so it's important for us to sit down with our children, talk about, show them examples of conditional promises first from the Bible, talk about what a conditional promise is, talk about some of the instances in which God did not maintain the exact outcome that the people were looking for because they didn't meet the conditions. For instance, God said, I'm going to give you the cities of Canaan. But the Jews were defeated soundly at Ai because a condition of purity before God wasn't met in the case of Achan. I really want us to make sure that we teach our children that our promises as parents are conditional as well. And that just because we don't say uh, we will do this unless a calamity happens, that it always means that I'm going to change my mind about this promise that I've made if it turns out that doing this thing being in this place, not doing this thing, if it turns out that it's not best for you, then I am a parent similar to God. I can change my promise. Now, does that mean that I'm just going to willy-nilly change my promises? No, I'm going to keep them. If I said I'm going to be at the ball field, then unless I am very sick, at the point of death, I'm going to be at the ball field to watch the game. 
If I said we could go get ice cream tonight, then unless the ice cream store had a power outage and closed, we're going to the ice cream store. Or unless someone is very sick, or unless my neighbor calls and her house is on fire, I'm going to do what I promised my children I would do. But it's just really important for us to go ahead at the beginning and talk with them about conditional promises and how that sometimes a promise simply cannot be kept because of a catastrophe, because of something that is out of our control, or because it ends up that the promise is not what is best for you. And I'm going to be the parent. And it is the parent's privilege to make sure that in the keeping of the promises, though I'm going to do all I can to keep the promise, in the keeping of the promises, inherently comes a parental ability to alter, to have conditions. And if those conditions aren't met, then those promises can't be kept. Sometimes we state the condition. And almost always, I would encourage us to say, as James put it, go to now you that say, today or tomorrow we will do this or that. We will go into this city or that city and buy and sell and get gain. For you ought to be saying, if the Lord wills. If this is the Lord's will, then we plan to do this. It's important. It's just important for our children to know that we are promise keepers. It's also important for them to know that we are parents with the prerogative of doing what is best for our children. It's that kind of trust building that you want to do early on so that you always have this security built inside of your children that says, I know if mama said it, she will do it. And if for some reason she does not, I know that it's because she's thinking about what's best for me. I just want us to have that little take home from, and I know it's simple, but I wanted us to be sure that we have that little take home from the beginning, the introduction of our lesson about conditional comfort this month. I'm so sorry about my voice. It's going forever and ever and ever without really returning to me. I'm considering seeing a doctor again tomorrow because I um, can't stop coughing. So I, but you know, if this is the biggest problem I had, I'd be fine. I told Ezra that last night. I said, you know, if my cough was the biggest problem I had, I would be fine. So we're going to keep on uh, digging. We're going to keep on plugging. And hopefully by the next time that I talk to you, it won't be so hard to listen to me. I hope you have a great day.